How about that? My genius got us another hour sleep. It got us another hour of sleep. It got us another hour on the radio. And we started no, all can't. September 7th, day after Labor Day. Cannot you're wait. You're getting a lot, of, a lot more sleep because you're not doing the, uh, up, the morning updates, right? No. No. So, okay, are, so how, how, did, away. how does that work for you? Because you're probably so accustomed to now. Like, what time, do you, what time does your body naturally wake up when you don't have to do those updates? About 5 o'clock. So what are you going to do between 5 and 10 a.m. before we get started, 9.55? So this is arguably the biggest um, question I've been asking myself for a couple of days. Like, how does okay. this affect? Because, I, first of all, I don't sleep well, right? I just that's, How that's many hours not, of sleep do you need a night? Need or get? get. I, I'm, I'm Somewhere but six, six is good. Anything okay, more so than you're six. not like John because John is like four hours and he's no, he's, a, go. he's 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 a machine. I don't know how he does it. I need mm-hmm. six, but mm-hmm. I, I, I can't sleep anymore. But so now, now look, this may actually turn out to be good for me because maybe I'll still come up really early to beat traffic because I have a little bit of a drive. I'd okay. rather I'd rather be at an office or somewhere else than sitting in my car. So maybe I'll come up and get a little uh, a little workout on. That should last a good three or four days before I give it up and sure, just sit in my sure. car. That, that, that those, should be a good the, change of pace. Here's the thing: those three four days are solid, right? Because <laughs> you're going to have this kind of mindset, and you're you know you're, you're gonna. It's almost like you're. It's going to school for the, the first day of school, right? <laughs> Everything's changed. It's January first. It's the new year, and you uh-huh. have all these plans in front of you. And then by the time you get to January fifth, things kind of start shifting. So once the dust settles, like what happens? What what happens to your? You get up at five a.m. I mean, we're probably not going to do a prep call till like around eight. I, I'm just curious what you do for three hours. Uh, well, maybe we'll do a workout. I can read. I can I can get caught up on the day. Look, my 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 genius doesn't come easily. It comes through a great deal of hard work and preparation. I need to put in the time to make sure that when I say things like the Dodgers are still going to win the division that they're still going to win the division. It's just not pulling it out of thin air, and we are getting closer than it's been in a very long time. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. We've got an Ask Slee coming up today, and you can be yes, a part sir. of that on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. Dr. Pepper ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper, I should say. College football is back. So are the fans return to the glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So we got all that coming up, Slee. And, yeah, look. Beginning of the season, this felt like this is going to be a six-month exercise in talking sure. about who should pitch the opener of the Dodgers in a World Series game, the first mm-hmm. playoff game of the year. How do you set up your lineup, et cetera, et cetera. It hasn't been that. It has been a dogfight the entire year, just absolutely tooth and nail the entire time, but it's getting closer here we are the Dodgers a half game back after the Giants lose last night and the Dodgers for all intents and purposes I know we just said this a minute ago that felt like a playoff game every both teams played well both teams did what they needed to do to win that game it's just that the Dodgers did a little bit more I almost feel like this is the way you set it up of you just felt okay it was you just got to go through the process you just have to go through the Kill the time. Um, you just you just got to go exactly go through these six months, stay healthy, get ready for the playoffs. I actually kind of think this scenario might be very beneficial to the Dodgers because the, Trav, they've had no chance to you know kind of sit back and take a deep breath and say, hey, you know what, we're already up six, seven games. Let me use this as an example. Tampa's up eight games on the Yankees in their division. Mm-hmm. The White Sox are up ten games on the Indians in their division. Astros got a five game lead on the A's. Uh, Brewers got a 10-game lead on the Reds. The Giants and the Dodgers have pretty much gone neck and neck all season long. 
By the way, they've never had. I don't think the Giants have ever had a five game over a five game lead the entire way. So, right. they went twenty one and six. Did the Dodgers in the month of August? <laughs> twenty one and six in the month of August. Okay, and that's with losing two or three of the Rockies here over the last couple of days. So they go twenty one and six, and we're sitting here on September first, and you got to feel good if you're a Dodgers fan of where the Dodgers are, but you're still a half game back. So I, I say that because. It seems like the Dodgers, remember we talked about this during the season, you need that sense of urgency. What's How do they motivate themselves in June or July or some of these earlier months? Mm-hmm. They've had no choice. I think this is going to play to their advantage down the stretch. Obviously, yesterday, a fantastic game. Well, it's that, you know, steel sharpens steel thing, right? you got to play important games so you're ready to play important games, and that's absolutely what they've done. But here comes another victory lap. The pressure that was on the Giants is finally starting to show. And, and, and here's what I mean by this. When I was saying, you know, and, and to your point, Dodgers are 21-6, and 21-6 and six in the month of August. Yep. And they're still not in first place. Mm-hmm. That's one way to look at it and say, my goodness, what, what in the world do you have to do to win this division? And we went 21-6 and, and we're still not in first place? That's mm-hmm. one way to look at it. The other way is to look at it with the Giants and say to themselves, wait a second. We just had a month where we were about as good as we can be, and our lead went from four and a half to a half. That's pressure because here's the difference. The pressure for the Dodgers is play the way you're supposed to. Okay, Play the way you're supposed to. Get guys healthy. Get guys back. Let them do what they do. You're going to win a bunch of games. That's the, the, the pressure. Pl- the of- players speak for themselves. Right. The rosters, the lineup, the, everything speaks for itself. It's all there. Right. The Giants' pressure is if you miss even a half a step, you're going to get caught. Mm-hmm. And here's, here, here's, here's what I mean by this. The Giants aren't getting run down because they're falling apart. Right. That, that, if you're a Giants player and you went through a stretch, let's say you lose 8 to 10 or something like yep. that, which let's cross our fingers and hope that that happens. But at that point, you say, look, we just got to go. We're okay. We just got to figure things out. We're playing bad. We got a bad bounce. We got a bad call. We had a bad start. You can, you can rationalize these things. Is the reason they caught us is we played bad. Mm-hmm. It's not what's happening. The reason they caught us is because they're better than we are. They're better than us, and over 162 games, the better team wins. They can't look at themselves and say, we're playing terrible baseball, and that's why they caught us. That's not true. They've played really good baseball, and they've still gotten reeled into the point where we could be sitting here tomorrow morning, Al. You and I could do the show, open up the show. Yeah! Thursday morning, Dodgers in first place. Because doesn't it feel – I know it's important. They're a half game back. Doesn't it feel like they caught them last night? Doesn't it feel like they finally got on equal footing with them last night? You know what's funny? No, it doesn't feel that way. It actually mm. feels like they have a lead in the division. You know, the, the way. <laughs> okay. and, and let me kind of explain what I'm referring to here. The Giants were playing unbelievable baseball as well. They've lost four of their last five games. You, you know that stretch you were kind of waiting for? This is something you've brought up a couple different times on the show. When are the Giants going to go on just a stretch? You don't got to go. You don't have to go lose eight to ten. You don't have to go lose eight to ten. I mean, the Padres collapsed in the month of August. That's not. I think they lost twelve or fourteen or something like that. Nobody's talking about that type of a collapse. But you're right. Can you play some five hundred baseball? Can you lose four of six? Can you kind of go on one of those runs? They did, and they did it against. By the way, two decent teams. Atlanta's a good team. Milwaukee's a good team. Your next five, if you know, think about this. If you're the Giants, you've lost four or five. Your next five games, two against the Brewers, who you just lost two against, three against the Dodgers, who are playing as good as baseball uh, as anybody in major leagues. So I, I, I say that because 
I think that that window that you've mentioned, there's no margin of error for the Giants. They've had some errors. And even though this happens in a 162-game stretch, it doesn't feel like the Dodgers are a half game behind. That momentum is completely with the Dodgers. And, oh, by the way, they got Scherzer pitching tonight before they start the series against the Giants. Yeah, that momentum, right? What's the old phrase? Your momentum in baseball is as good as your next day's starting pitcher. How's Max Scherzer sound? Because that's who they're running out there right now. He's got to pitch against Max Fried for the Braves, who's good. He's really good. And, and that's a tough matchup for the Dodgers. But Dodgers have just won back-to-back tough games against a really good team. I, I would argue that since Max Scherzer has come over here from the Nats, this is the most important game of the season that he's going to pitch for the Dodgers to this point. You know, there's World Series games, hopefully, NLCS games, hopefully, division games, hopefully, wild card games. No, that's very fair. That's, that's a very fair. Yeah, but, absolutely. Because here's, here's the rub, Slee. If they win the night, they sweep the Braves, and then it's all on the Giants to see what they can do tonight and then tomorrow as well. They, they, they're, they put themselves almost in a must-win situation because if the Dodgers sweep the Braves and the Brewers win – They've already won four. two of the four. Sure, let's say let's they, say they split four, these last two. Yep. Right. Whatever it might be, the Dodgers are going to be right on their heels if not ahead of them. Well, the Giants get a little bit of that momentum coming back if they've won a game because the Dodgers are going to throw two bullpen games this weekend. Friday and Saturday are going to be – I know David Price has got one of the starts, but that feels more like a bullpen game than a traditional game. That's an advantage to the Giants. So the Dodgers need to be on it tonight. This is where you're throwing your dude after throwing your dude after throwing your dude, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is the night where you, Max Scherzer, who makes a lot of money, won a bunch of games, has been lights out. Tonight's the night. I, I, I want to go back real quick before we – you know, obviously that momentum that you're talking, you're talking about tonight – what wasn't it wasn't the way the Dodgers won yesterday too? You know, you say it felt like a playoff game. I kind of like the small ball. You know, sometimes we sit here and we talk about everything's got to be the Dodgers. You were mentioning this. You know, the feast or famine. The, the the first game they played against the Braves, they had five runs in the first three innings. Four of them were home runs, and and it feels like hey, that's how they win their games. Didn't it feel good to have a game where you were down 2-0 and you kind of clawed back and it wasn't just a it wasn't a three-run homer that was a difference to the game like there was something about how they won yesterday that Bellinger was a part of it that Seager obviously had a big play uh, just let me give let me give Bellinger a little bit of love okay that that Seager obviously has a huge play that Mookie for the first time, it seems like he's not only healthy he can take that that ball that goes into the gap go from first all the way to home. Didn't it feel all – Kenley come, – Trinan comes in the eighth. Kenley comes in in the ninth. That felt like a real grinded-out playoff game. And, uh, you know, obviously I think that's something that serves them well because it's a different type of way it, of winning. It was. No, it, it's it's multidimensional, right? It wasn't they, – they won the game. Well, let, let, let's talk about this. One of their guys really kind of won them the game. You you could make the argument that Mookie Betts won sure. that game by the Do- for the Dodgers almost sure. single-handedly. Mm-hmm. First inning, he saves a home run. Goes yep. up against the right field wall, brings back a ball that goes into the seats otherwise, saves a home run right mm-hmm. there. So right there, he's there's already one run. One. There, yep. There's one run. There's one run. And then he hits a home run. Okay, yep. to, to take the, the Dodgers down two to nothing, two to one, hits a home run. You're right mm-hmm. back in the game. Now one swing, ties it, take, gives you the lead, all that stuff. Then he scores the go-ahead run, which turns out to be the winning run in the bottom of the eighth inning because he goes from first all the way home on the Corey Seager double. Mm -hmm. One guy did that last night. One guy is plus three. 
There's right. your three-two. It, it, it was <laughs> right. an extraordinary performance from a guy who's been good this year. Not great. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been that at, at his best. You know, when Mookie's at his best, he's on the short list of best players in baseball. He has mm-hmm. not been that this year, but he was last night. And he was in a way where he absolutely had to have it. And to your point, and what I mentioned yesterday, that, look, home runs are great. If you're going to hit a bunch of home runs, there's never a downside to that. The downside to it is what happens when there aren't home runs. And last night they hit one, but they got two more runs because they got a guy on base, they got a double. Mookie Mookie even tried to steal a base at one point, foul ball got brought back. But this gives them more ways to score. Look, three-run home runs are great. I'll I'll take one every inning if you want to give me one. But to be able to scratch one out here and there like they did last night, that, that felt like a playoff game every single reason. Yeah, I, I, that's that's one of the things. And that, that's why I mention it is because, you know, you feel like, okay, Will Smith's been great. Will Smith's been great. He'll, he'll hit out of the yard. Max Muncy's going to hit it. Justin Turner's going to hit you got guys that obviously can hit home runs. They will hit, it. They will hit home runs. But there's – you know, I, when I say playoff baseball, you have games like this. You know, there aren't too many games in the postseason where you you win nine to two or you win eight Very to few. three or something along those lines. So there's that's why I kind of highlight the style of play that they had yesterday. It was intense. It was you're going into the seventh. You're down two one. Can you do something about it? And you know, obviously the Dodgers did. Bueller was fantastic again. And then you had you know obviously Trinan and Kenley Jansen. By the way, Trav. Yeah, it's kind of weird to sit here. 30 days ago, do you feel any different about Kenley uh, than, than you did 30 days ago? Maybe you don't, but I will say, and you know, you've kind of highlighted this the last couple of weeks, the dude is, hey, he's pitching really good right now, so we should give him his credit. He's been great. He, he, hasn't, he hasn't been really good. He's been great. He's been almost perfect over the course of the last month, and he deserves all the credit in the world. I, it, I don't feel great about it. I'm glad I was wrong about it. I still feel like, oh, boy, here we go. Now, last night, he and Trinan struck out the side in the eighth. Kenley yep. strikes out two guys in the ninth. They were absolutely fantastic. I, You know what I like to do? And I'm going to dork out for a second. You ready? Yep. I like to kind of put myself in the shoes of the team that I'm trying to run down, right? And what I mean by that is I try to look at what's happening through the prism of a Giants fan. Here's what happened last night if you're a Giants fan. Brewers jumped them right out of the gate. Put a couple of runs on the board right out of the gate. We're ahead of them six to nothing at one point. Okay, so you're thinking, "Ah, oh, great, here we go again, man." What's what are the Dodgers doing? You look down, you go, Walker Bueller. Seriously, they got Walker Bueller. Oh, great. Only he falls behind two to nothing, and you're thinking, "Hey, hey, may- maybe maybe we catch sure. a really good break tonight." And then you see Mookie rob a home run, and then you see Mookie hit a home run. And then you see Mookie go from first to home and score the winning run. Mm-hmm. And you're probably thinking to yourself, that dude's coming on right now. Really? Like now? Now is when Mookie Betts decides to be healthy? Now is the time when Blake Trinan is just hammering through guys? Now is the time where Kenley Jansen can't miss? Really? Now? And the pressure that comes along with that for the Giants is real, man. It is absolutely real, and I love it. I, I, I felt so good that the Giants fans felt bad. It was it was glorious. But I, I will say I don't want to give – let me kind of put this the right way here. I still don't want to give the Dodgers – I don't want to give them too much credit. And, and the reason why I say that is because these are the expectations for the Dodgers. Dodgers are supposed to win the division. Mm-hmm. Dodgers are supposed to be in this spot. You got 29 games left. Today's the start of September 1st. This is the final month of the season. I, I really believe this when I say it. The, the only storyline in the NL West 
is if the Dodgers didn't win the NL West. So this is what they're supposed to be doing. I get what you're talking about, the pressure on the Giants, but the Dodgers should feel pressure too to make sure that they win the division so they don't put themselves in a in that spot like you talked about sure. where they got to have one guy or they one you have one pitcher that goes off. I don't know, Blake Snell yesterday – I, I think pitched he left the seven having innings, given no hits. Having, having given up a hit, and I and I I use that as an example because that can happen in sure. that one wild card you're, uh, that that you're referring to. So we'll see how it plays out. So as far as the case of the spozdas that you have, they're supposed to do this, they're supposed to do that. Yeah. I have some rebuttals that we'll get into coming up in just a couple of minutes. But in 15 minutes, are we all right with agents running the NBA? It's an important question because they are. But coming up next. Is this the best lineup that the Dodgers have ever put on the field? That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, Slee, today's stat hero of the day is a number that we just dropped on you a second ago. It's the Dodgers record in the month of August, which is now in the rearview mirror. 21 and 6 that's a 78 winning percentage right 778 it's tied with the Rays for the best record in major league baseball that 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 run that 21 and 6 run yep is the reason that we're having this conversation that like you said they're supposed to do this they're supposed to do that there's a lot of reasons that they weren't in first place and now they're right on the heels with that 21 and 6 run okay so 29 games left in the season so 29 games here in September mm-hmm how many they have to win to you? You think to lock up the division? It's a good question. I'd say twenty. I think twenty probably. I was going to say done. you go twenty and nine. Is it? Is it a wrap? Yeah, I mean twenty and nine is you're winning two out of every three. They basically you're winning every every series. series. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I think Oral Hershiser said it last night on the broadcast that if they win every series from here on out, he thinks they win the division. I, I agree mm-hmm. with that. I, I really do think that you're going to see. It's like a horse race or a NASCAR race or whatever sure, it is you see. Sure. That usually once once that horse or car that's closing in goes past the other one, it's very one hard for that sure. other that other one to start to catch you again. And it, you know now they're neck and neck, and it feels like the Dodgers are ready to go by them. So if you remember this, I'm not sure this is the exact date, but I have a feeling it was. So closest the Dodgers had been to first place was July 6th. Mm-hmm. That's the closest they'd been. Um you remember that series against the Giants at uh, at Dodger Stadium? Dodgers took the first one. They came back. But then Giants won two in a row. And then all of a sudden, Giants then kind of took the lead. Just when we thought, okay, Dodgers are going to start taking over the division, Giants had a couple big wins, and that kind of propelled them to stay in front of the NL West. That's kind of what these next three games are. You know, yes, you got still one more left against Atlanta. And you got Max Scherzer. But doesn't it feel like the, the series against the Giants – the only chance the Giants have, if the Dodgers take two or three, you just feel like, okay, this, this series is – Dodgers are going to win the NL West. Yeah. Giants well, win two of three, they kind of still keep themselves alive. I, I, they, they keep themselves alive in their own minds, but mm-hmm. it, it really does feel like it's finally starting to happen. And I get it that anything – this Dodger lineup is as good as any Dodger lineup. What, what you saw last night, 
was exactly the lineup that we've been waiting to see all season long. You saw lights out starting pitching. You saw unbelievable offense one through seven. And even the eighth guy is a little scary. We'll get to him in a second. But you have all of these different guys that are finally in the lineup, Al, and they're finally doing what they're supposed to do. This is as good of a Dodger lineup as we've ever seen. All right, that's the uh, – I'm again that just a second. The stat hero of the day, 21-6, and six, the Dodgers in the month of August. Stat hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of Travis and Sliwa Show. Stat hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy Sportsbook that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710ESPN for 300% back on your first play. We appreciate their partnership with the show. Um, Trav, you know, when it is kind of – it's interesting, you you know, you mentioned that, I, and I I think you and I have the same feeling, and I think a lot of Dodger fans probably have the same feeling. Where's the break for another team? Mm-hmm. Like what what is? You just put the pitching aside, which the pitching is ridiculous in itself. And we, you and I were were talking about two days ago, Julio Reyes, who leads Major League Baseball fifteen wins. We don't we don't even talk about him that much. But how about just the lineup? How about, where, where, if you're a pitcher, do you feel like there's a hole, that there's a break? Okay, you could say Cody Bellinger. I get that. I understand it. But Bellinger was winning an MVP just a couple of years ago and is still a dangerous bat. I mean, he could he can pull one at any time. He could hit a home run at any time. Where are the holes? I, I, there's just almost no holes in this entire uh, Dodgers lineup. So there isn't, right? You, you go along, and when you're facing the Braves last night, there are a couple of guys that come up to bat towards the back end of the order, and you're like, okay, look, there's an escape hatch right here. Just get this guy out. This guy's not a threat. And even if he's a threat, he might be – everybody in baseball is a threat to get a hit, I guess. But this guy's not a threat to pop one. This guy's not a threat to hit the ball over the center fielder's head and have the merry-go-round start. There's an escape hatch. Mm-hmm. There isn't one for the Dodgers. From the time Trey Turner steps in the box to lead off the game, until you get to that eighth spot where Cody Bellinger has been occupying it more often than not, and we'll get to him in a second, there's no there's no break. When Cody Bellinger's out of the lineup, there is no break. Sure. Right? It's just it's one through eight, and you cross Smoky, your fingers and hope Taylor, to get to the pitcher at Pollock, the right spot. Right. Mm-hmm. All of them. All of them. And then you look around, coming off the bench, Matt Beatty, that's not a break. You look at the bench, Albert Pujols, that's not a break. They've got guys that are dangerous guys all along. And here's I'm going to give Cody Bellinger a little bit of credit right here. Okay, he got a single last night. He's five for his last 42. He's nowhere. He's absolutely nowhere. That guy is still dangerous. When he gets in that box, and look, the, the at-bat he had in the eighth inning last night was really ugly, just really, really ugly. I mean, just blown away, mismatched, just mismatched against left-handed pitching. But, but. The guy swings hard, he swings often, and he's going to run into I guarantee you when he gets in that box, they're probably thinking, okay, this is our chance, but you better be careful. This, is a, this guy was the MVP a couple of years ago. It's not that long ago. He's having a terrible season on the heels of a terrible season. But he's dangerous, and he's scary, and that, that matters when you're putting them up. And that's why I think this team is as good as any of these Dodger teams we've seen over this eight-year run. And this eight-year run is as good as anything you're going to see in Major League Baseball. Keep in mind, Al, mm-hmm. the Astros ripped them off. Just flat out ripped them off. Sure. If they did their way that, to a World Series, sure. If they win that World Series, we're mm-hmm. talking about they've won two World Series in the last four years, been to a third, and are looking at a fourth. By any measure, that's a dynasty. And I get eight, it. Yeah. Eight division titles in a row. Like the, also, that part is key because it's just so uncommon that that happens. But keep keep going on your point. It just th- this feels if the Dodgers win a World Series this year, mm-hmm. it's a dynasty. 
even if the Dodgers don't win the World Series but get into a World Series, it feels dynastic to me. Now, it's an easy argument to say, no, it's not a dynasty. You can't win. You're not a dynasty if you only win one championship. And 99 times out of 100, I'd agree with that. But the, they did win more than one championship. They beat the Astros. It's just that the Astros cheated. They stole it. They lied. They, they ran a scam. They had cyber in, in, espionage, mm-hmm. electronic communication. All of the, I mean, that's a, that is a ripoff. You're talking about four World Series appearance in five years, potentially. You've already done three in the last four. How is that not a dynasty when one of them was ripped off and you won the other one? Unfortunately, Trav, I get what you're trying to say. I, I just don't know. You know, let, let, Let's just put it this way. It's tough to talk or it's tough to look back at what happened in 2017. It's tough to look back at, um, you know, obviously the the opportunity to have added another World Series to what the Dodgers have already accomplished. It's tough to look back on it because it is all BS, right? Like none of this, at at the end of the day when the dust settles, you want to make an argument that they should have won that World Series. Of course you should. But where we sit today I think it, it would only hurt the Dodgers to look at anything backwards. Go get go get this year. This year you have an unbelievable chance of going to win a World Series in a 162-game season with some outstanding teams all sprinkled all over Major League Baseball. You went out and got the deal for Max Scherzer at the uh, trade deadline. Trey Turner is absolutely fantastic. I, I, don't think, I don't think you can make an argument that this is a dynasty at this point. Go get this one this year conversation can change. It could shift. I get what you're saying about the Astros. Yankees are probably the saying the same thing, too. Oh, my. If the Astros didn't cheat, you yes, know what? We'd have got yes, to the World Series. But, but, but and, and I, yes, the Yankees have an argument to 2017. They absolutely do. Mm-hmm. But they don't have an argument to the following year. They don't have an argument to last year. They, they've, they haven't been to the World Series. The Dodgers oh, no, no. have been and, three and, and times not, in four years. And I'm not, I'm not making a case that the Yankees were talking about a dynasty. There's no dynasty there. I'm just saying that that one year that you're referring to, they can make a case, well, maybe we get to the World Series and anything can happen. All right, so dynasty, yay or nay, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. And here, let me throw this in there too. Okay. The Dodgers, we're, we're, having, we're, we're having the discussion about whether or not this is a dynasty. Now, if they by, go by, – and- by, the by the way, can I just say this too? Sure. You know, and if callers are going to call in, you could throw in, what's your definition of a dynasty? Sure, you know, sure. Because, because what the organization has accomplished over the last handful of years, it's unbelievable what they've accomplished. And, oh, by the way, they're not going anywhere. You no, know, this is mm. – this thing is built for – there are a lot of times you hear teams go all in. Well, when they once they go all in, that's kind of it. They don't have – it's not sustainable. That has not been the case for the Dodgers. So your definition of what a dynasty is, uh, that's that probably helps kind of explain how people feel as well. 877-710-3776. Let me throw this in there as well. If they go to the World Series this year and win it, it's a dynasty, and I don't care what anybody says. Everyone else is wrong. Okay, if they, if they win the World Series this year, it is absolutely a dynasty. Here's the rub, though, Slee. What if they don't? What if they don't get there? Has this nine-year run, never mind dynasty, has it been a disappointment? Have they underachieved nine division titles in a row, one World Series championship? Remember the Braves that won a million in a row, the Yankees sure. won a million in a row? Mm-hmm. Are they the Buffalo Bills at that point? Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, you got one abbreviated season. It, it's this really weird razor's edge That's where you're point. talking yeah. dynasty or – 
hey, man, we've got to have a lot more, right? It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. All right, 877-710-3776. I'm excited. The Dodgers are back near the top of the division. We're mm-hmm. getting an extra hour. It's, it, it's, it's a pretty good day, Slee. All right, coming up 15 minutes away, it's Ask Slee. Coming up next, your phone calls on the Dynasty Conversation. And Ben Simmons is showing us how much the tides have changed in the NBA. We'll get into that next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You know what, Al? What do you got, Travis? The Ask Slee performance today? Yeah. Top 5%. Really? Top 5%. Can Can I give you a little preview? Sure. No, I don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you cold. I want to get you. Cold. I've already involved Michael Thompson in one of the Ask Sleeve okay. conversations, so Michael has weighed in on it. So we, we we've got some stuff coming up. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, and we're talking about the Dodgers. We're talking about this season potentially being a the final piece of being able to say this is a dynasty without having to make an argument about how the Astros ripped this off. I believe that, by the way, or. Hey, guys, this has been nearly 10 years. You've won the division every year. Why do you only have one World Series championships? Can you give me a little bit more? I think that's a really interesting spot that they're in, don't you? Can I, can I say this? I think there's certain – see how I could put this. Certain markets or franchises where – let's see if this is a good example or not. There's certain markets or franchises where there's going to be certain expectations. Mm-hmm. I feel like L.A. specifically and the Dodgers specifically, and granted, I know they hadn't won a World Series since 1988 before last season, so you can't have a, you're not having the same argument that you're having with the Lakers where you're saying, well, we're expected to win. Oh, my gosh, it's been seven years since they made it to an NBA Finals. You know, I, I get that, or ten years. I get that the conversation technically should be different, but L.A. holds different type of weight. So when you're saying dynasty, I mean, that's a – that's a very heavy word. It is. You know, when when you think of the Showtime era, that's an unbelievable dynasty. Kobe and Shaq is a dynasty. So I I, I look at that term and I and I, I, I pay very close attention to how powerful that word is. Okay. So I, I set it up that way for one reason, Trav. As we take some calls and we have the conversation on this. It's been unbelievable what the Dodgers organization has done over the last nine years. And they're a half game, and it could very well in the next 30 days end up NLS title nine years in a row. That's insane. But ultimately, don't you judge a franchise by chips? Isn't that how they're – Not um, in baseball. 
Not in baseball, no. Mm, well, then you can't use the word dynasty. Sure you can. Sure you can. Because you, could, you, you, you can do everything that you need to do. There, there's a randomness to baseball that doesn't exist as much in other sports. There's randomness okay. in all sports, and that's why mm-hmm. we like it, because you just don't know what's going to happen. More often than not, I would say usually, the best team in the NBA wins the championship. Not always, but more often than not. In the NFL, mm-hmm. more often than not, the two best teams end up playing for the World Series, for the you Super think, Bowl. You think so? I, I, I do. I think, I think there's a lot in the NFL that is the, it, you know, the than, healthiest, hottest. Yep. You nope, get, no question. You no get question. in the wild card. You could still go out and win it all. No, no question, but it's less than basketball. But it's still there. Mm-hmm. In baseball, if you're the best team in baseball, you basically have kind of a weighted coin flip going your way into the postseason. It's basically a 50-50 shot. So – Dynasties, you have to win championships. I agree with you, but it's not the only thing that matters. You can't win the division. Like the Braves, for instance, I think they won the division 14 years in a row, and they only won one World Series. I don't think that's a dynasty because that's one, right? You need to win more than one, but Mm -hmm. you don't have to win three out of four. You don't have to win five out of ten for it to be a dynasty the way you do in other spots because there's just so much randomness in baseball. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's what's, why what's, it's a, what's not the exclusive. last what's the last dynasty in baseball for you? Yankees because uh, I want to know your definition of yeah, a dynasty. The Yankees and they and they won more than one. They won I think they mm-hmm. won four or maybe it's three in five years or six years or whatever. You got to win championships, but it's not the only measure. Let's go to the phone calls here eight seven 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 ten ESPN. It's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. We will get some straight talk from the people that are out there. Let's go to let's try Santa Clarita and Tony. Tony, you are on with Travis Ansley. What's up, Tony? won three out of five World Series, and two of them, they were the wild card team. And then the Washington Nationals were a wild card team. So the Dodgers shouldn't burn themselves out, try to win the division, because that's what they did in 2019. They wanted to get like 110 wins, and then they collapsed in the playoffs. I mean, the Dodgers could beat the Giants in San Francisco because the Giants pitching is like dead right now. It doesn't matter if they're the wild card team. The Dodgers could beat Cincinnati easy. So they shouldn't have to burn themselves out to try and win this division because that's what they've done all these past years. Tony, I think the difference in that is, I mean, if you have an eight-game lead in the division and you're still throwing everybody out there in mid-September, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. You know, you can start resting everybody, but – the, the point Travis and I made, I, that, that wild card game is dangerous. I, I know what you're saying. Yes, they can go up to San Francisco and, and definitely beat the Giants, but all they need is to lose one game against the Reds or the Padres and the season is over. I, I disagree that, that you shouldn't be trying to do everything you can to win the division. All right, let's try another call here on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Let's go to Rudy in Los Angeles. Rudy, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Rudy. Um, Travis, you know, I want to I want to be on your side when it comes to this conversation, but you kind of alluded to where, where I was going with this uh, with the Braves. You know, they won the 14 pennants in, in a row, and they only got the one title. So the the Dodgers can be considered a dynasty. Yes, it can happen, but they need to win two more titles in order to be considered a dynasty. With uh, you know everything that they've built up up to this point, you know, winning 10 pennants in a row. If they throw in a couple more uh, rings, and definitely a dynasty. Okay, I, I, I hear you, Rudy, and nine out of ten times, I'd agree with you. They do need to win another one. I agree. They do need to win another one, and it feels like this season's a pretty good chance to do that. But I'm, I'm not going to count that World Series loss to the Astros as something that doesn't fulfill the requirement. 
Uh, to, to your point now, you can't give them a World Series because of the Yankees. I think that's a really good point, and you're right. But I'm also not going to say they came up short. It's it, it's it almost they got as far as they could get without running into chicanery. Mm-hmm. You, that, that, that doesn't exist. Isn't that, they, isn't that awful? Isn't that awful, Trev? That like here we are still having the conversation where that you know that's always going to be there for baseball. Baseball mm-hmm. did nothing about it, and I you nothing. know I, I say that because here we are trying to have an argument about what the Dodgers have accomplished for the last nine years, and then there's a one of the years. What, what do we do with it? You know, what do you what do you do with 2017? And that, that's never going to go away. So, if the Dodgers win a World Series this season, um, now you're having I think your case that you're making saying, look, that's two World Series in a row. That's nine division titles in a row. How Four many times World have Series you got to the World Series? Years. And oh, by the way, 2017 could have been and should have been another one. I'm, I probably start leaning more towards your point, but. They can't not win it this year, and we're having the conversation. I think that's I'm ninety percent there. The Astros just put a like you said, it puts a, it puts something in limbo that's impossible to answer. And I'm not I'm not gonna just like you're not gonna give them credit for it. And I get it, I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm also not gonna hold it against them as a missed one. I agree with that. Yeah, no, so no, I, I, that, that that one's a no brainer. You can't. I mean, if anybody says, well, they lost in 2017. No, okay, no, they not, didn't. Yeah, that, that's no, they didn't. One more here. Let's go to Tustin this time. Gabriel, Gabe, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Yeah, sweet Slee, sweet tea. Buenos dias. Buenos uh, congrats dias. on the extra hour of the show. I drive often. I enjoy it. Thank you, man. Thanks, buddy. Hey. Hey, man, so I agree with Travis's claim. If they win this year, it's absolutely a dynasty. Uh, the 1919 Cincinnati Reds claim their championship. There's no taintedness. It's not like they say, oh, this one was thrown. The Dodgers did not lose that World Series like you guys are saying. And if they win this year, it's a dynasty. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it, it feels like it to me, Al. I, I don't know what else they would need to do. Get, get, listen. Get, get this year done. Go win these these next 29 games in the month of September. Go put yourself in a spot so you're not in a wild card. I completely disagree with, hey, don't I, – I, the first caller that we had where he's saying, yeah, don't no, chase was, the division. No, no. no, no. Listen, if you're no, no, up no, no, 10 no. games in the division <laughs> and, you got, and you're throwing all your aces in the final week, that's a different story. It, it's for the Dodgers, go get the division. Put yourself in a position where, like you said, Trav, baseball is not like some of these other sports. Even more to that point, you can't put yourself in a wild card spot because obviously anybody can lose that one game. If if the Dodgers find a way to kind of run this thing out, they go get a World Series, that conversation changes completely because it can help make the argument that you're making, but obviously there's no conversation to be had unless they won a World Series. All right, that's your Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Coming up in 15 minutes, are we okay with the agents running the NBA? Because they are, but up next, and it's a good one, it's Ask Slee. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Some great questions, to, or answers, I should say, to that dynasty question now that I want to get back to in a little bit, but there's no way we're bumping this. Here we go. This is from Jesse Garcia. Hashtag Ask Slee. Slee, you can have a one-on-one sit-down interview with one professional athlete. Who is it and why? Uh, current or sure. well, it doesn't it says matter. Anybody. Okay. I mean, let's assume they're alive. I got let's it. Assume you I got it. it. Easy one. Okay. Magic. Come on now. Really? I want to have a sit down with Magic Johnson. 
here's the thing with Magic. Magic's also going to – you could talk as much NBA as you want. You know, uh, I'm going to get annoying on that conversation. You could talk as much Lakers <laughs> as you want. You know you're going to get annoyed in, in that conversation. But the dude also does – think about it. He's got his hands in everything from a business perspective, everything that he does for L.A., freaking part of the Dodgers. I mean, everything this guy touches, it seems like it turns into gold. If I go to anybody, it's Magic. I, Magic's not a bad answer, but Magic's available. Magic, I want – I want somebody a little more challenging to get to. Give me Tiger Woods and have him tell the truth. I think that would be amazing. All right, let's that's move like on. a real. That's like a you're a, a BBC journalist or something. I, I feel like you're trying to you're get at something. I think I'm just talk, asking top level questions to Magic. I, I want I want to know what's going on in Tiger. By the by the way, can I just say this real quick? And I yeah. know we don't have time to. You said in the break, hey Slee, do quick on these. We have too many good ass Slees. <laughs> I've never had more pressure on me for ass Slee. Okay, keep going. Keep Here going. Here you go. All right, this is from Big E. He says, in a tribute to Michael Thompson, if you two were a tag team, what's the name? So I reached out to MT this morning and asked him what the tag team name for he and I would be. And he came back with TNT, Thompson and Travis, because we'd be explosive in the ring. Okay, so I I understood the question as uh, our tag team name. So did, is oh, that, that all it took? Is that all it took was one tweet for you to say, "Cool, no longer with Sliwa. I'm going to do a show with. <laughs> I'm going to do a show with Michael. I'm already making the pitch on air hey, that look, this is what it's going to sound like." I'm always looking to upgrade. What can I? Do? <laughs> no, it's you're right. Upgrade. I, I read that upgrade. wrong. You are absolutely. So, what would our tag team name be? Uh, I'm going to need help. Emily Funches. I mean, anybody. By the way, somebody want to hit us on Twitter. If Travis and I are a tag team in the WWE, what's going to be our name? I, I don't have an answer. We might have to come back to this one and, and read a couple of them off the air. I was workshopping some names for me and Michael because that's what I thought the question was. Yeah, no, no. You were already, you were already like completely all in on the Michael stuff. The Bahamian and the burrito was something that I was tinkering with. There, I feel like there's some answers there, but you're right. It's it's about you and me. Here's another one. This is the from Bahamian Max Power. and the burrito. I like okay. that. We'd also be explosive in that regard. Would Slee rather have an entire restaurant sing him happy birthday or... Oh, it's the worst. Be, well, wait, hold on. Okay. <laughs> or be roasted by a stand-up comedian in front of all your friends. Happy birthday it is. Love happy birthdays. <laughs> Always loved happy birthdays. Um, I would love to have everybody, the candles coming, the cake coming from far away, and they start singing all the attention on me. I'd love Turn it. Turn the lights down. Just love that it. That did happen to me one time, the stand-up comedian <laughs> roasting me in front of all of my friends. So I, do, I would I would take the happy birthday as well. Yeah, that, yeah that definitely sounds, happy birthday. Yeah, the comedian thing's pretty terrifying. Going to Applebee's. We're going to Ryan, Applebee's. <laughs> Ryan and Laguna, you get one more meal before you leave L.A. forever. Where are you going? Hashtag Ask Slee. Um... It's got to be Mexican food. One more meal before I leave L.A. Um, Why am I forgetting the name right off the top of my head? Remember that picture I texted you after you mentioned it on air in Pasadena, the taco shop? Yeah. Um, I don't remember the name either. Why am I forgetting the name? Gorditas? What, What is it? I don't know. That's the thing at Taco Bell. That's the that's the taco that they fry. The hell am I talking about? <laughs> I I'm doing Mex I'm doing Mexican food, 100% doing Mexican food. Uh, but I have to I, I have to find what that name is. Uh, Guisados, isn't it? Guisados. Oh, Guisados is yeah. That, well, that's not there. There's a handful of those. That's kind of a chain in L. A. It's good. Guisados is great, but that's not a one-off. That you can. I'll go there in points. Pasadena, and then I'll get on my uh, get out of L. A. From there. All right. The, the correct answer is the Apple Pan on Pico Boulevard in West L.A. That is not the correct answer. No, that's the correct answer. That's not the correct answer. Drew, <laughs> Drew in L.A., 
Why do this is you would do Mexican food before you go to the? No, if I if I was leaving LA forever and only could have one more thing, it would definitely be the Hickory Burger from Apple Pan, cheese and onion, and apple pie a la mode. That's you take that over Mexican food. Yep. If I'm leaving leaving LA, LA. get Mexican food somewhere else. Maybe not as good, but the Apple Pan is a maybe not as good. Of course, not as good. It's a one off. There, there's not another Apple Pan. It only exists in LA. So that's that's the question in LA. Not last meal ever, but in LA. Drew in LA. This is great. Why do golfer <laughs> Why do golfers have names like Harris English, Hudson Swafford, and Harold Varner the third, but NASCAR drivers have names like Ricky Rudd and Bubba Wallace? <laughs> Those all sounded like golf names. Every one of them sound like golf Trust names. Trust me. Trust me, Ricky Rudd does not exist on the PGA Tour. <laughs> Phil Mickelson is not driving the number 47 car in NASCAR. Oh, I love that. I love that. Here we go. Uh, does, does Slee ever act like he's never met a person before, even though he just has, to make that person feel a little less important? <laughs> No, I'd probably fall the other way. If somebody says, oh, good seeing you again, I'm like, oh, crap. Um, great seeing you as well. How's everything going? Like, I, I just have to have to play along. But to 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 meet somebody and pretend like I haven't met them, no, nah, that's not going to happen. One of my favorite moves Ooh, is – Oh, this is good. Capitano Matt, the tag what, what, team name. What do you got? Sweet Slee. Ooh, that's not bad that's at all. That's not bad. That's pretty good. You can keep those coming. Um, the the correct move is is if you don't really feel that other person, you introduce yourself to them like you've never met before. Hey, I'm Travis. Nice to meet you. Okay, yeah, what we've do you met several times? Oh, what do you, man, what I'm do you sorry. do? What do you do in this position when you don't want to talk to somebody but you feel obligated to, or you go somewhere and let's say you're with your wife and mm-hmm. uh, and and you kind of get stuck with somebody you've met before, but there's no interesting conversation. How do you get out of the conversation? Uh, I'll just kind of find a way to dip out, fake a bathroom trip. There, there are ways to get out of it. There are always people coming in and out in those situations. You can, you can escape. I don't have, the, the bathroom is always a good go-to. Re- two more quick ones here, Slee. These are both. What if you good. just came out of the bathroom? <laughs> well, then maybe I, maybe I had something that's not sitting well. <laughs> you know, no one's going to say to you if you, hey, you know, excuse me, I got to go. No one's going to go. Hey, you were just in there. <laughs> Nobody. I'd call you out. I'd call you out. If I was there, I knew you didn't want to talk to the person. Trav, you were just in there five minutes ago. You were really going back. <laughs> Nate in Vegas says, uh, you and Trav had to relocate to your most recent vacation destinations. Oh, Who would handle their new environment better? Hashtag Ashley. That's good. What's your most recent vacation destination? Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Okay. I would have to go back to freaking Amman, Jordan. <laughs> no, you what would... they're asking is, would yeah. you do better in Idaho or would I do better in oh. Jordan? Oh, I would definitely do better in Idaho. Yeah, that's you right would answer. be a lost soul <laughs> that stands out like no tomorrow in the Middle East. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's accurate. I, I don't really, I don't really have a counter argument to that. I yeah. feel like you're exactly right. I can only imagine what that would look like. You walking up and down the streets <laughs> of the Middle East. Just, I'm just going for a stroll. Just going for a quick stroll. You guys know show coming up. Could, uh, get a quick taco. <laughs> All right, one more here. This is good. This is this is a high level awkward Travis conversation. Okay. If you meet one of Lady Slee's friends for the first time, do you give her a hug or handshake goodbye? If I meet, 
Wait, this is for you or for me? No, here? this is for you. This okay. is for you. Say it you, again. You meet one of Lady Slee's friends for the first time. Okay. As you are leaving, yeah. do you shake her hand or do you give her a hug? Yeah, no, it's got to be yeah, shake a hand. Shake the hand. Yeah, if, well, I, if, I, if I only met the person. What if you guys went time. out drinking, had a good night, you know, okay, Funches, good laughs? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? <laughs> no, okay? it's a good it's a You got to throw, good job, you gotta throw drinks into the mix here like that's going to all of a sudden change. Come here. Come here. Bring I'm it not, in. Look, bring I'm not, it in. <laughs> As a woman, I feel like I'd be weirded out by a yeah. handshake at the end of the night, though. I, I feel see? like I, I, I would, would I feel would like you didn't like way. me. I would no, feel like I, you didn't like me. I would think the other way. You'd be weirded out if I met you for the first time. Like, hey, bring it in here. But Let's if, go. if it's a, my best friend's boyfriend, I would mm-hmm. want to feel like I'm, you know, welcome. And I feel I, like a handshake is I, professional. See, see? you got to earn it. I'd probably <laughs> give you a business card, too. <laughs> Trav, I'll slip in a business card. Great to meet you. Yeah, if you need anything, give me a call. Follow me on LinkedIn. So Emily brings up a really good point, though. I really, really don't like to hug people. I I just don't like it. It's not Mm -hmm. my deal. It feels – it's oddly intimate, right? Mm -hmm. I don't don't like to have that level of intimacy with somebody that I'm not – really really comfortable with so i i'm shaking somebody's hand 100 for a hundred times in a row 100 <laughs> percent. next time we see each other i'm gonna give you a hug well yeah no look there, there are people the that run too. that game on me and i yep. and i know if, if you're doing it on purpose it doesn't bother me as much because i know the game but it's that weird like like emily was saying it's that weird deal where at the end of the night it's like hey it's really nice to meet you um all right, take care. And you're like, do you, do you go in? Do you pull back? Do you kind of go in there? And they make the fr- – it's a very awkward Whatever move. you do, you it. just got to do it confidently and then call it a day. Well, it should not be Just do what she does. If she if she gives a hug, then you give a hug. Yeah, but she's giving a hug Fist to bump, her best high five. friend. <laughs> elbow, elbow knock. There's a whole bunch of things that you can do with this. Ashley is brought to you by Kia oh, bow. A bow. That's, yes. good. <laughs> That's good, too. This summer, find your next car SUV at Kia of Carson. Hurry in to Kia of Carson for the best selection off the 405 at the Carson exit. Go to KiaofCarson.com, and I am bowing. From this day forward, I'm doing nothing but bowing at people that I meet. It's coming up in 15 minutes. Did the Lakers get the right guy that you want on your side in the right moment. But up next, LeBron, Rich Paul. Have they changed the NBA, and is it for the better? That's next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.